2: Milburger's Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Milburger's Landscaping and Nursery. On 9:30 a.m., the answer. Ready? <laughs>
3: Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer: Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're going to have a number of guests on the show today. Millburgers and the Lions Club have teamed up today, and uh, they're doing eye screenings, sight screenings, actually a wide variety of different things. Actually, Sam, while we got you up here, you want to kind of tell us what what kind of screenings and what kind of things uh, people are doing? Hi guys.
4: Yep. we're doing free vision screening on adults and children we have a 40-foot bus we call the mobile eye screening unit and what we do is we check adults for visual acuity for eye pressure for visual field uh, we also are interested if those folks have already been pre-diagnosed as diabetics because we have special information from them and in the event they don't have the resources to do a follow-up if we find some issues and we uh, We have some resources, that, uh, including the Lions Clubs themselves, that can provide that help for them. But we're doing that, and today we have uh, representatives from many of the other areas of service that we're involved in. We have some folks from the Guide Dogs. We have the San Antonio Guide Dogs Lions Club represented here, and they are all members of the Guide Dogs organization. We have one of our board members who works at Texas Diabetes Institute. Specifically, she works in pediatric uh, diabetes. And we'd like for her to share a few thoughts uh, about the situation that we're in here in our community. Uh, We also have somebody from the Texas Lions camp that will talk about that. And as turned out, we found uh, some children that have already been through here this morning who are candidates to go to our Texas Lions camp. How about that? Good deal. Now they have that information. Somebody's going to talk about the San Antonio I-Bank. That's Samara. She's a member of my club, which is the Northside Lions Club. So we're just really pleased to be here, happy to be here. But I do want to... uh, Talk to you about something I heard last Sunday on the show. Uh-oh. There was some discussion about how our uh, eyeglass recycling program works. Oh, good. Because we are collecting used eyeglasses here, too. Uh, those glasses all end up at our facility in Midland. Now, we have satellite uh, offices and stations throughout the state that are manned by Lions Club members. But uh, your glasses, and for the most part, what we're looking for are glasses in frames, and uh, those kinds of uh, glasses and frames that can actually be sterilized because they go through a, a special cleaning process. Uh, and then they are categorized. They are categorized by prescription. Now, we uh, we have volunteer lions that do that, but also we have a, a, uh, an agreement with the, uh, the uh, Texas prison system because in c- certain of those units they have vocational training where the prisoners are learning how to actually do uh, make the glasses. Okay, Okay. make lenses or frames? Make make the lenses and grind the lenses. And so they are the ones that also will be grading them and and determining what the existing prescriptions are on them. And then they box those all up based on prescription. And so when you go to our uh, our eyeglass recycling facility, you'll see this whole warehouse uh, full of uh, shelves, full of boxes with specific prescriptions on them. And as I said last week, we have lions and, and others uh, who go to uh, other countries and provide mission trips. They do. In this case, uh, sometimes you hear about the uh, the doctors uh, without borders mm-hmm. and those organizations. Well, these are similar, but they're they're there to uh, check vision problems, and so they will uh, they will do examinations, full examinations, and then fit those folks with the the glasses that work best for them. So, so that's okay. how that works. I just oh. wanted to make sure everybody knew that. that well, we're no, you, I was wrong markets. on that
3: one, yeah. So it was. so.
4: Okay, cool. Okay, uh, In a little bit, I'm going to bring up uh, our first vice district governor. His name is Lion David Splitic. He's from the San Antonio Founder Lions. He's going to tell you a little bit about our district and Lions in general. And then throughout uh, the uh, the show, we're going to bring some of those folks from uh, the Bank and from the camp and from Guide Dogs and talk about diabetes and so forth. But... We sure hope everybody can still come out and, yeah, and especially go through our vision screening and especially bring the kids out to do that. Fortunately, we had the uh, kids' uh, planning class today, and so a lot of those kids uh, took advantage of that, walked up to our mobile unit with their plants in hand and so forth. The whole family did, and, and that was that was great, and we appreciate that very much. And thank you guys for being here to help us do this today. Sure. Okay. Cool, Sam. We'll keep talking. All right.
3: 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Give us a call. And uh, actually, too, even if you want to, we'll, we'll. these guys are going to be here. If you hear something and you have a question... Um, about something they do, or we'll we'll round up somebody to, to answer your question for you. On they it.
5: must leave the lens in. You don't yeah. last that. No, room. I was wrong.
3: They they leave the lens in and just match it up based on the uh, the prescription that they say is needed. I
5: feel sorry for the people that get mine. Uh, mine are so scratched up. Yeah. They, um, yeah. I'm, I don't know.
3: But I, I
6: guess it something is better than nothing, huh?
3: Maybe so. Maybe so.
6: Well, no. If frames are. Lenses are hard to find, but frames are hard out there in uh, yeah. rural Africa too. I mean, <laughs> and uh, you're ha- you're happy to have uh, if, if they, once it goes through the process too. They keep the solid f- frames, and uh, yeah, I think you're pretty you feel pretty happy if you can.
5: Yeah, the frames are pretty expensive yeah. too. Uh, I, at least I, the frames I buy are pretty
6: expensive. Can you imagine, Jerry? You and I have had glasses and all. For years, uh, since we were young, I, c- I just can't imagine going through school if I hadn't had glasses. But just you know, yeah. how would you how would you perform? And so a lot of those kids in those developing countries, yeah, they're uh, just faced with that, trying to to learn without uh, being able to see very well. Yeah. But uh, that that glasses is a good
5: good idea. They have. Yep, all
3: right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I was uh, honored to uh, help the uh, folks this morning at Covenant Presbyterian Church. They had a a gardening day, so I went out there and offered to help, and the funny thing was it ended right as I got there. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it was supposed to begin at 8. I got there at 8.10. They said, oh, no, 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 uh, we're we're done. You can leave. I don't know. So anyway. You helped them with gardening day? Yeah. What were you supposed to do? Well, so what Laura and I did was they have a <laughs> prayer garden, and Laura was uh, feeding and um, watering and feeding the, the plants that they had. They're already planted? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they they have Esperanza, which is going crazy. Uh, it's beautiful. Um, they have boxwoods that are suffering. I don't know if that's common throughout the. They were just
5: put in. They were no,
3: they, they've been there a while. Oh. some of them are dead. Some of them look okay. <laughs> some that of them just like look the dry. That sounds like
6: typical boxwood performance. Yeah, they're, yeah. Okay. They're so unpredictable.
3: Uh, the blue plumbago is full sun. And one of them is doing okay. The other is kinda looks up. How long up. have they been in there? They 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 were put in the spring, so Okay, yeah, that'll take take a little while, while for them to be established. Who orders the garden? Uh, volunteers from the church. So How often? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not often enough is what you're thinking. Probably not. Uh they have some knockout roses that are doing well. Um I'm trying to think of what else uh They had a cool thing that um, Laura noticed when she was watering one day. She was watering and there was this uh, plant, you can probably appreciate this, that was kind of growing up amongst the boxwoods and had all these purple flowers and pods and stuff on it. And so she watered around everything and watered that. And then she turned around to go water something else and all of a sudden she heard... And so it was that the pods were popping and it was throwing seeds. And it, it was
5: purple flowers? Yeah, I, I guessed it was Ruelia. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it sounds,
6: sounded like pepper. Oh, really? A wild pepper. Wow. No, with that, I would guess it was Ruelia, too. You did, bring, you'll you have to get us a... I'll, I'll get, get
3: you that. a sample. But, yeah, I think it was Ruelia. Was it tall? Um, it was maybe a foot tall. Oh, okay. I saw it today. It was still there it looked it kind of looked ruel ish mm-hmm. and then so my job, because we only had one hose <laughs> uh, in, in the garden uh, and uh, there was this woman there that, I forget I think her name is is either j or d. She was great, so my job was on the 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 bed is it's rocky and gravelly, and these weeds have started coming up uh-huh, so my job was to pull the weeds,
5: oh okay, so
3: first, I started by hand. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to get a rake and just rake them out. There you go. Well, that was good until I realized I was also raking out all the gravel. (laughs) And then uh, the woman, J.R.D., I wish I remembered her name. She came by and she had this little rake that had like a little, like a, this much on it, a stick with that, and then had a curve. And And everybody
6: out there in the audience. Yeah, I don't
3: know how to, I wish, can you think, do you know what I'm talking about? It looks like an inverted tooth.
6: Well that's uh, what
3: do you call that?
6: Well there's There, most people are familiar with it but if you got good soil that's you can use a tool like that I
3: Oh, she was she was so Milton is out there pulling by hand because the rake didn't work and she's just pop,
5: pop, Really?
3: Yeah, a oh. Popper, huh? Yeah, pop them out. She goes you find where the root is, you stick it right there and you pull out and they just pop out. So, there you go.
6: So sand she, sand that
3: Oh, is that what you do with sandburrs too? Uh,
6: yeah, well, that that's one of the plants that's relatively easy to do that, pop them yeah. out.
3: Yeah, she was, she was going at it. That was the tool to have. I, I walked past that tool three times going, <laughs> I don't know what that is. And, then, yep, that was the one. Hey, uh, we got James on. So, anyway, they did have me, and they let me weed. Good. They said, you look like someone that could be really good at weeding.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: James is on the line at 210-308-8867. James, if you tell us you're in the air conditioning today, we're going to hang up. How you doing, James?
8: Uh, I'm here. I am not in the air conditioning. Line. No, all right. I, okay. took about, I just took about a two-hour tour on my lawn tractor, and uh, now I'm sitting under the porch with a cold beverage and a, and a fan blowing on me. All
3: and right. So, so are we. So we're okay today.
8: Yeah. Okay, what you yeah, got going on? It's warming up. Hey, listen, uh, not this past spring, but spring before, I picked up a Miss Dudley Cross at that show y'all had in Floresville. Yeah. And uh, this, this thing is growing under harsh conditions. It's in a container, big container. Uh, it's on the cement uh, driveway uh, facing west. I mean, it's getting blistering hot sun every day. Yeah. Uh, but it's done well. So, But my question is, with fall coming on, I, I know how to prune in the routine for tea roses, uh, but this is a different animal, so to speak. So how far back do I cut this thing? Because um, I want to cut, trim it back, and fertilize it for the fall.
5: How tall is it?
8: Uh, it's starting to get a little leggy. It's not very tall as far as height. It's only about eighteen inches tall, but it's going out and getting leggy. Um, so to speak. So I just cut the spent blooms off because it's been neglected for a week or two. But
7: yeah, I, you,
5: you you shouldn't you shouldn't prune it at all. Not at all. Uh, just to, uh, no, just not not Miss Dudley when it's that small.
6: Yeah, they like they like to be seven feet tall. You're right. Whoa. And, uh, oh, so it, it's not conducive <laughs> to. A, so is this rose
5: not conducive
8: to a container then?
6: No. Well, I I haven't had a. a it does so well in uh, the soil. Yeah, and and it doesn't uh-huh. matter. Doesn't matter about the soil even. <laughs> it's it's. Okay, uh, well, I'm
8: in four, I'm in poor yeah. soils uh, south of San Antonio, and uh, I have plenty of room. I can put it in the ground, but I had no idea I was trying to grow it at the container road.
6: <laughs> no, okay. it, it'll it'll do well in the soil. Yeah, it's the same league the, with uh, it's the same league with, uh, uh, Katie Road and uh, yeah Belinda's Dream, and it won't freeze back. It's a, yeah, great, I got a, it's a great, great, great road.
8: I've got a lady banks that I planted ten years ago, and that thing is carefree. Is this thing treated kind of similar. Is it
5: a climber then? Like a, no, no, uh, not Miss Dudley.
6: It's not a climber. It's a, a, a freestanding bush. Yeah, it's a discipline. Pretty disciplined, yeah. or two. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh,
8: okay. Well, I did not know that, so I have to I have to research and find an appropriate place for. So you say seven foot tall. About how wide will it will it get?
6: about the same if you let it yeah oh wow and it's uh, a good one and the bud uh the course the buds are are wonderful it almost looks like a floral oh yeah um, it's not the same league as belinda's dream but close
5: it's gonna it's gonna do most of its blooming uh this fall and winter
6: okay well with it being in a
8: container and fall being the best time to plant, so I should put it in the ground this fall. Just find a suitable suitable spot for it. Then,
5: right, right, okay. absolutely. All right,
8: all right. I'm glad I called. I, I was container
5: plant. You, has your Miss Dudley crossed got uh, thorns?
8: Uh, you know, I've never noticed anyone. I I only prune the blooms off because it's a real small plant.
5: I okay, I was, I was I I just checking to see if you really had Miss Dudley, because Miss Dudley is thornless.
8: No, and I don't
5: know. Uh, no, no fragrance <laughs> <Yeah>. either.
8: <laughs> it's got the it's got a label on it when I bought it at that plant sh- uh, show from the Bosom and it says Miss Dudley Cross on it. It still has a label. Okay,
5: on that's it. it. That's it. All right. It's thornless. All right, it. Thanks, James. Thank bye, bye. Uh-huh.
3: All right. You take care. 210-308-8867 is our number. And Sam has, uh, with the Lions Club has brought us a guest uh, up here, the first guest of... Uh, is this the
4: governor? He's almost. <laughs> but the vote has not in yet. Oh, okay. Oh.
3: Yeah, introduce him for us, Sam, and yeah. then give him the mic. Hey, listen, and...
4: before I give this up to Lion David Splittick here, I'd like to mention again that... Uh, I'm part of the Lions Sight Research Foundation. And one of the things that's very important for us is to provide help to patients of our low vision center. And uh, specifically, we have lots of need to help children that are going through there. These are, for the most part, legally blind kids. And we have the, uh, the opportunity, really, to provide them with the latest in technology to help them in school. Most of the time, iPads are very important for them because the iPads give them an opportunity to magnify what they're looking at, change colors, textures, background, and they use those in all kinds of ways, and our occupational therapist actually trains them in their use. So when you go to our website at www.lionsightresearch.org. You can see, uh, you can look at facilities there. Uh, One of them that I'm talking about now is called the Low Vision Center, and you can see some video on how we help those kids. But at this point in time, I'd like to introduce Lion David Splitic of the San Antonio Founder Lions Club, and he is the first vice district governor, and if everything works out, for us, he will go ahead and become the governor next uh, July first. So here you go, oh, on, David. Okay. He's kind of lieutenant governor now.
7: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right.
3: So you're the
4: governor of vice.
3: Uh, no, wait. What are you? No. Not
9: exactly. No, I'm just teasing. So
3: yeah, introduce yourself and tell us what what's going on and what what kind of. I think we're going to focus this on the lions in general, right?
9: be happy to do that okay my, my name is dave Splitic. i am with the san antonio founder lions club we're the oldest lions club in the world oh wow 103 years old if you take a look i'm sure you've been down broadway you've been to lions field yeah our club donated that to the city in i think 1925 wow you've know, you seen that uh, beautiful uh, marble lion sculpted there right one of our members louis rodriguez became our tail twister he was the sculptor and created that well, uh, that line. Did so, a good job. Uh, our club's been around a long time, but clubs in our district, and our district runs from Floresville to Del Rio, and from Fredericksburg down to Laredo, we're all working to help improve our communities. We're just volunteers working uh, to improve our communities in whatever way we can. There are a number of things that we all do together, and that's the the, the power of doing things together. And we try to make this place grow. And I th- I love your setting here. I can't <laughs> imagine a better place than being at Millburgers Nursery watching everything grow. Uh, and that, that's kind of what the, the Lions are trying to do, too. Uh, we've got our, uh, sprinkled around the grounds this morning a number of the things that we work on. Over here, we've got Guide Dogs of Texas where mm-hmm. we train dogs to work with people who are legally blind. And the, 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 the folks that get those dogs don't have to pay for them. Our lions do that. Uh, we've got uh, vision screening. We've got our mobile eye screening unit here, and we screen kids and adults all over our district. And that mobile screening unit, our big bus, travels all over the district, and we set up and screen, and we don't charge for any of that. At another booth over here, we've got the Texas Lions Camp. We're up in Kerrville. We've got 500 acres of a beautiful camp. And we specifically serve kids that are handicapped. We serve kids with diabetes. We serve kids that are blind, kids that are deaf, kids that have lost limbs, kids that are burn victims, all at no charge. It costs quite a bit of money, but Lions all over the state of Texas raise money so that those kids can get a great experience. And we've got diabetes screening with the UT Health Science Center. I'm sure Lion Sam told you all about that, but one of the biggest issues we've got is uh, blindness coming from diabetes. And sadly, here in San Antonio, we've got one of the highest rates of adult-onset diabetes wow. anywhere in the nation. So we're very concerned about that and trying to figure out what we can do uh, through Sam's efforts and the efforts of the UT Health Science Center. We're working on a grant to try to look specifically within our city and what's going on with these uh, these kids and these families and how, how is it that we can stop all that from uh, happening th- so that kids will
5: retain their sight and their good health I can tell you how to stop all that Uh-oh. get rid of all the tacos
9: i think <laughs> that carbohydrates and sugar yeah. drinks are definitely not our friends yeah. in this case you're absolutely right
3: cool all right and then how do folks learn more about lions club and what you're doing and
9: I tell you what talk to a can, lion we've got, okay you, you can you can Google us. You can Google any Lions Club. We've got uh, 60, 64 clubs within our district. In town here, we've probably got 14. And uh, you can if, if you did a, a search for the San Antonio Founder Lions Club or the Northside Lions Club, the Alamo Heights Lions Club, the Westside, the Edgewood Lions Club, Floresville, Lavernia, we're all over the place.
3: Where was Lions Club started?
9: Lions Clubs, let's see. I want to say that Melvin Jones, who okay. was a businessman out of uh, Chicago, really had the notion of taking these civic clubs. And that's what our, our Lions Club, the founders, we were just a business businessmen's club. Uh, and, and he decided, why don't we all talk about how we could come together and do something more than just in our own communities. Cool. And that's what... Uh, what really got it started, they met in 1917 at the Adolphus Hotel in Dallas. Okay. And that's where they agreed that they wanted to create this organization, a, a, an organization of clubs. And there are 12 of those clubs were from Texas, so there are 12 founder clubs. San Antonio is one of them. There's one in Austin, in Lubbock, in uh, Dallas, Houston. There are a lot of different founders, but we How, claim to be the oldest.
5: Yeah.
3: Um, so, how do people, if our listeners want to help with some of the things, like guide dogs can they can help guide dogs? But if they want to help you and what you're doing through a donation or through whatever, how do they do that?
9: Probably the easiest thing to do would be to take that old pair of eyeglasses that they no longer need and take it to all. There are all kinds of places, Walmart, okay. there are vision centers, okay. and they can drop them off. Do you know that last year in Texas we collected 1.4 million? pairs of eyeglasses wow and we we've got several recycling centers our largest one is in midland and we turn around clean those up figure out what the calibration what they are and then we donate there, they're going overseas which are missions all over the place we've got folks here in san antonio that do missions in mexico they'll take an ophthalmologist with them we'll do free surgeries we'll fit people for glasses give them glasses so you can do that immediately and then, then look for us. We, we're doing all kinds of fundraising events all over the community just to raise money so that we can do things like provide the glasses, provide the screening, provide the dogs, and uh, we're Very ready cool. to, to help. All right. And the website, probably the easiest one to use. There you go. Because the lion, Sam never misses a lick here, uh, the, is a Lion Sight Research. And you just run that together, all one word, lionsightresearch.org. And that will get you to our site Research Center. And from there, we can connect you to the world.
3: Cool. And I just sent back, that back to Al at the station. So if you want to call in and you need that website. He's got it. Thank you so much. And we'll keep talking to folks throughout the day.
9: Thank you. Really appreciate yeah. the opportunity.
3: All right. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. You know what? There's always something great happening at Millburgers, and Saturday, August 31st, there are two great things happening at Millburgers. First, there's the kids' gardening class from 10 to 11, and it's entitled Fall Vegetable Planting for Kids. So you can guess, it's going to teach your children how to grow their own vegetable garden. It's from 10 to 11. There is no cost, but we do ask that you RSVP by calling 210 497 three, seven, six, zero. Also that day from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on August 31st, the Lions Club will be doing free screenings for you free vision screenings at Millburgers to test your eyes and make sure it's okay. And this one is for kids and adults. So be sure to come by and also bring a pair of used glasses that you're not using anymore to donate to the Lions Club and help them achieve their mission. For more information on both these events, go to MillburgerNursery.com MillburgerNursery.com Each
10: spring, companies from other states send people out knocking on doors using a sophisticated script soliciting pest control. Hi, I'm Warren Remy from Spider-Man Pest Control, recommending that homeowners ask if these people are licensed or a member of the san antonio or the texas pest control association at 210-656-3721 knowledgeable experts can explain our programs to suit your needs 210-656-3721 spider-man pest control your web of protection since 1976 If you lease office, warehouse, or retail space for your business, you already know that leasing rates are going up. You don't want to overpay for your space, but it's hard to avoid when the landlord holds all the cards. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and the founder of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with professionals and business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or purchasing commercial property, it affects your bottom line. The landlords have representation and you should too, even if you're a good tenant and have no plans to move at all. the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We'd never represent landlords, but stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, and we'll work to get the landlord off your bottom line. And find out why we don't cost you a dime. 210-535-7800, 210-535-7800, bottomlinerealtyadvisors.com. Bottom Line
6: Realty Advisors,
5: we get the landlord off your bottom line.
1: Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com, connecting you with new customers.
11: The bride is radiant. The groom is nervous. They say, I do, and the preacher says, You may kiss the bride. The tears of joy flow. These are the moments you'll treasure forever. The artistry of David Pizzat photographers captures these moments in the most beautiful way possible. Right now, you can get David Pizzat's premier wedding package, valued at $5,500 for only $3,500 on the Marketplace page. At nine thirty a.m.
3: the answer.com and welcome back to Berger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer 210-308-8867. As we mentioned, and you've heard, there's a lot of things going on today. Uh, Mary's up on the porch with us. Mary conducted with Mill Burgers, and she conducted the uh, children's gardening class today from 10 to 11. I understand it was well attended and went really well.
12: It was well attended, and they were very attentive, too. The kids were great. Good. And we really had fun. We we got our hands dirty. We talked about the seeds, how bigger seeds go deeper, and the thin seeds are going to be higher up, and... Less soil on the, on them.
3: Oh, good! That so was smart because that's what
12: putting the big plants to the east side of the bed, so it doesn't shade out the little plants in the west side. You
3: know, you got into details.
12: We got into some detail how to fix the bed, get some fresh organic material every time you have a plant. And
3: so, what did the kids learn to plant and stuff? Well,
12: we learned to plant broccoli and kale from starts. Okay, we planted our our snap beans, three colors so they can make a pretty salad later. Uh, and those were going to be the only ones that wouldn't go through the winter. I quizzed them on it later. They were funny. <laughs> like, which one was it that wasn't going to make it through the winter? And they like, carrots? No. Uh, celery? No. Cilantro? No. The green beans, guys. That one likes the weather hot. And they were like, oh, yeah. It was so much fun. And and it, it's, it's organized chaos. Thank God the parents yeah. helped. Uh, getting the seeds in, I was like, let's let's do it right. You know, we had to try to do the depths right, and then tamp it in lightly. It was right. it was all hands on, and we got our fingers into it.
3: Cool. Well, that's what lots of
12: fun. It was it's my favorite class.
3: That's what the kids enjoy, and they they all. I sounded like they walked away with something too.
12: Yes, they got their own little seeds to do at home. Uh, we did a a starting set, which yeah. we put the spinach and lettuce in.
6: Somebody Longstrand. was uh, going to donate some hand tools. Did and that we, ha-
12: we used them today. Oh, good. Yeah.
6: Did the kids take them? Or?
12: No, I, I, I keep them for the class because I didn't know. But anyway, we, we never have enough uh-huh. for our class. So. Okay.
6: Well, we want to thank uh, Steve Hickson for that.
12: Yeah, it's awesome to have enough shovels for once because I just maybe had a, a dozen Mm-hmm. And there's uh, 30 kids in the class, so that really helps. Oh, that's helped. good.
3: Okay, so do you know when the next one is?
12: Our next t- class, I'm going to teach how to do potting.
3: Oh, okay, that's right.
12: Uh, so it's a potting 101 class, how to do the potting correctly.
3: Okay, and that's coming up in September. That's September, do you last remember Saturday of the month. Okay, last Saturday of September. That sounds good, too. because that, that,
12: They're going to learn all the things I did. Not, you know, I'll tell them what I did wrong before. And, yeah, they you know, learn they'll learn how to tr- take care of a potted plant.
3: Very cool. Thanks, Mary. Yep. All right, well you can find out more information by going to 210, uh, actually by uh, calling the nursery <laughs> at 210-497-3760 or at milburger nursery.com, milburger nursery.com and uh, you can uh, see all the events that are coming up. There's an adult fall vegetable gardening coming class coming up as well in early September. So, uh, and who's doing that? Is that is that David? David Rodriguez. David Rodriguez. We'll be doing that, so that'll be a good one, too. All right, 210, yes, sir.
6: Oh, I thought we could sneak in uh, some of the other classes. The oh, sure, sure, sure. We've got uh, the uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas are are sponsoring a design school on September 14th, oh. and it's going to be over there at the Pearl, uh, Pearl, uh, 830 to 1.30 p.m., and you go to the... Uh, uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas website to get more information on there. It's, uh, it's got a uh, $30 fee per individual, and you get uh, lots of handouts. And you get a personal uh, consultation as well. Two, uh, two folks from the same family is uh, $50. And, of course, the idea there is to uh, help you uh, to learn what you need to uh, contribute to your own Landscaping, uh, environmentally appropriate and uh, successful All right. landscaping. So, if you want more information on that, go to the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas website. Milton, what's that? Uh,
3: gardeningvolunteers.org. Gardeningvolunteers.org.
6: And that's September 14th. And then there's another one on October 5th. So, okay. that's more convenient for you. That one's at the Botanical Gardens. Cool. But check those out $30 per individual, $50 for Two members of, of the same household.
3: All right. I've been mentioning it. And you've heard us. We've got a lot of stuff going on today. And we've got another guest up here, another lion. Uh, and uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell our listeners kind of what you guys are doing here today.
13: So I am Roseanne Barajos. I'm with the Lion Sight Research Foundation. I am also a member of the UT Health Science Center family. And um, I am here to talk about diabetic retinopathy. And as we know, the lions are known around the world as knights of the blind. Um, But we also know that there's a direct correlation to retinopathy, which is a deterioration of eyesight premature blindness in relation to diabetes. So we're out here at Millburgers uh, giving out information on how to, first of all, uh, know where they stand with regards to their diabetes, pre-diabetes, um, tips that they can use to better control their diabetes, and also uh, just to give them some healthy eye information if they do have diabetes or, or retinopathy.
3: And uh, it's interesting the screenings that that they'll go through too can detect damage, and maybe the first clue for some people, that they're diabetic. Is that accurate?
13: Absolutely. So we are also doing some initial vision screenings that allow us to start to look at the deterioration of the eye structure. Um, But we're also uh, giving out information on what blood sugar ranges determine what your A1C would be. And an A1C is a three-month composite view of what your overall blood sugars are doing. So anything above 126 may get you an A1C of a 6.0 or a 6.2. Um, anything above a 6.5 is uh, diagnosed diabetes.
3: Okay. And um, the, the key really is finding out early because it's manageable. And if you don't, then... The harm sets in.
13: Absolutely. So, type two diabetes is definitely viewed as a uh, disease that can be better controlled, okay. better managed. Uh, certainly, is one that, if detected early, the pre. Precursors or the symptoms, we can kind of be in the fork of the road and take the right road and make some good, healthy choices. Um, But definitely in San Antonio, with us being twice the national average of uh, type 2 diabetes diagnosed here, um, having one in three kids diagnosed with obesity, uh, having a predominantly minority uh, population, we run the risk of having type 2 diabetes diagnosed earlier and earlier in our community and as a matter of fact one of our patients diagnosed it's uh been published is a four-year-old here in san antonio
6: and there are uh, one of the neat things if you get diagnosed and you these young children um there's, there's a lot of resources available too to help them treat that right to, in terms of get get on that treatment right away and it can be very effective
13: absolutely and there certainly is a distinction between type 1 diabetes and type 2 diabetes we're more familiar with type 1 diabetes being in uh, the youth population and our younger juvenile population and we've always known as type 2 being in the adult onset diabetes but because we did did you
6: look over there at jerry is yeah she did why did she look at me
13: i looked at jerry because he just shared some information
6: i because bald head is not characteristic of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened.
13: It's that nice smile he has. <laughs> but, you know, it is certainly something that, in the end, uh, causes us to have to up the prescription in our eyeglasses, and you know, and we definitely want to be uh, true to our name of being Knights on the Blind and getting that information out.
3: Very cool. Thank you so much. And Thank you're going to be you. here till three, right? Absolutely. Good. Look forward to it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. Thanks a lot. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Reminding you today till 3 o'clock, the Lions Club will be at Milburgers doing their community eye screening for children and adults. 80% of all visual impairment can be prevented or cured, but the first step is awareness. Early identification leads to timely referral, professional treatment, and improved or restored sight. That's why it's so important if you have a vision issue to come on out to Millburgers today and let the Lions Club do a screening. Plus, they'll introduce you to other resources in San Antonio that can help you with vision issues. We also ask that you bring un- used frames you know, frames that you haven't used in a while for your glasses so they can share them with other people who have problems for more information you can go to com. but that's today till three o'clock the community eye screening brought to you by the lion's club and over at millburgers at 1604 and boulevardy road so come on out and be a part of it dad when
14: will i be older than you do fish like boogers Kids ask a lot of questions. Am I safe when you drive? When they ask about something as serious as their safety, you need the right answers. Nearly half of our children are not buckled up correctly. Make sure your child is and is in the right size safety seat. Visit SaveMeWithASeat.org for information on safety seats and where to get your seats checked for free. Save Me With A Seat. A message from TextDot.
0: Life Magazine once called it the most beautiful high school in
9: America. And in 1983, it was named to the National Register of Historic Places. A San Antonio story of Jefferson High School. After this. Hello, I'm David Meisner,
2: co-owner of Countywide Service Company. Is the summer heat getting you down? For a limited time, Countywide Service is offering free comfort evaluation. We've partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable A.C. and heating service with constant comfort in Bexar County. Countywide Service with Day and Night are ready to help you you make high electric bills a thing of the past, receive a 20% discount with any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772.
15: License TACLA 28066E. Jefferson
9: High School on Donaldson is built on a property formerly known as Spanish Acres. The school has produced a Nobel Prize winner, San Antonio mayors, senators, members of
0: Congress, and even a game show host. The password is Alan Ludden. I'm Sonny
10: Melendrez.
2: Your child's education is one of the most important things they'll ever receive. And now on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com, get great deals on tuition to some of the area's best Christian schools. Click on the discount tuition button and get information and pricing on limited time deals from Salem Sayers Christian Academy, Trinity Christian Academy, and River City Christian Schools. Save money and give your child the Christian education they need for a bright future at the Marketplace page at
0: 930amtheanswer.com. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to Smokeybear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
3: South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That's the uh, Texas Bobcats song, Texas State Bobcats theme song. You can hear their games didn't, on KLU. Didn't
5: the Aggies have their way? Yeah, the, uh, I was going to bring that uh, up, they, too. I think,
3: I think they get the next song.
5: It was embarrassing.
3: Oh, yeah, it was 41-7. to 7. <laughs>
5: Alright, 210. You shouldn't have done that to those poor
3: guys. 308-8867. 210-308-8867. What you got there?
5: is <laughs> what I got today. Wow, already today? Yeah, my new For September September Millburger newsletter. Okay. And um, got some good questions in there. Uh talking about we got an article in there uh, about growing, go, growing native and uh, somebody somebody write about wrote about the uh, benefits of going native in your landscape. Goodness it says minimal mainna- minimum maintenance, less water little to no use of fertilizer. And pesticides, and the most important part of it, when you go native, is the ugliness that the plants bestow. <laughs> I'll kind of put that in there. Did you? Way. I was wondering. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so I uh, that's it, on yeah. the
6: front page. So you are not the author of that? Uh,
5: no, I'm not the author of that. Uh, a Jared Wright, Garden Style Essay.
6: Yeah, uh, that's the San Antonio Water System. Is that right? Uh, but you, you know J- J- the point Jerry making rudely, but uh,
7: <laughs> well, all, all
6: those, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you know, native native plants can uh, require just as much water as other plants, and uh, just as much care. And you know, if they're mm-hmm. if they're planted in the wrong place, if they're uh, if you want them to perform to their full potential. So, so you you wanna I, I see this too quite often is uh, folks say they figure they get a, a native plant just plunk it down in the landscape and automatically well, yeah it's perform Take off that's not that's not you gotta you've got you probably got a better chance if it's a, a, a native plant to uh, for it to be successful but it still involves having some knowledge and planting in the right place and and then following through on on that plant so don't. Don't think it's magic.
5: Yeah, a lot of people uh, consider uh, Gold, Esperanza, Gold
6: Star Esperanza, as a native plant. Well, we have, it's,
5: it's close
6: to a native well, plant. Well, we have a little tendency to do that. If <laughs> if we like the plant, we uh, include it where it came from as a part of the native. Uh, You're right. Yeah, and, uh, uh, cause that, yeah, it is a little funny sometimes because <laughs> you... I call Esperanza a native plant, and then when you look at the origin, it's a few miles away, you know, (laughs) from being native. But anyway, and
5: uh, they talk about uh, the benefits. uh, It's a a complete article.
6: Well, and we've written, plantanswers.com has a lot of information about native plants, too.
5: And there's an article in there uh, by, uh, when should I fertilize my lawn? And it was written by uh, David Cham- Cham- Chambers? Ch- Chambers and Jim McAfee, James McAfee, who is one of the greatest, uh, most knowledgeable turf grass specialists in the state. He's, he's since passed away. But uh, he, he and I used to concede con, uh, const- converse on uh, Floratam, St. Augustine. He was a big liker of Floratam, too. But, uh, and, uh, one one thing they talk about in here uh, is, uh, test the soil. Which, uh, nobody will do. Uh, they, they say that, uh, the soil test also determines your pH. Well, if you live in the San Antonio area, within Loop sixteen oh four, I can pretty well guarantee you going to have seven five or above. So that's your pH.
6: Well, and you can pretty much guarantee you can't change it. That's
5: right, and you can't change it. I have, I have trouble with Neil's Perry. Uh oh. <laughs> on that. He he and this is about the second or third time he's talked about. It. Somebody wrote in about a uh a, a maple tree. Oh yeah. They were turning yellow. And he he goes into the talk for talk about extremely alkaline soil and and uh how it did well for a few years then it died or turned yellow. It said uh It might, his last paragraph is, it might be possible, affordable, to inject the trunk with iron to turn the tree around. No. But it's going to have to be done uh, done regularly. You could also try ground applications of iron supplement and sulfur. He talks about sulfur to help lower the soil's pH. Now, we, we've done a lot of work on soil pH in this alkaline soil, and it's buffered. The soil, the soil pH is buffered. That it means, means it's
6: chemically potent.
5: Yeah, and you can't, uh, you doc, can t- Dr. Laura Shreve,
6: uh, you can temporarily, very short temporarily. Oh, yeah. You can, in fact. And it doesn't lower it that much. I, I was involved, I can't remember, years ago with uh, some experiments, and we temporarily lowered it enough to kill the plant. Uh, <laughs> and But it, to no avail because the pH was back and, uh, yeah. a few weeks later, anyway, because of the buffer.
5: Dr. Laura Shreve, uh, he's passed now, so I can talk about it. But uh he was he he was the apple industry guy and uh fighting cotton root rot on apples. And he came up with the idea of adding uh one pound of sulfur per square foot. Gracious. I think I think the general recommendation is something like uh two, two pounds of per hundred thousand square feet. Yeah. Very little. Tablespoon. But uh, he worked it into the soil. And uh, after he passed, Dr. Larry Stein at uh, Uvalde took over his plots out there and uh, did some pH studies. Five years after that sulfur was applied, the pH dropped two tenths of a point. Basically negligible. So, uh, not only is it ineffective, but, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, a waste of money. Now, the, the deal is on grass. Now, Dr. Tree was working it into the soil, a volume of soil. But the deal on grasses, on grasses and things like that, are, it, 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 uh, it'll burn grasses. And uh that that's that uh lawsuit has been happened. Uh but uh when you add a huge amount of sulfur to the top of the soil and it it it, it gets it it does change the pH and more importantly than that it generates a lot of salt in the form of uh uh, hydro, uh Sulfur plus calcium, calcium sulfate is a salt, and uh, so the best, best thing to do is just follow the general recommendation on applying nitrogen. I mean fertilizer in well, the fall.
6: Well, and here's uh, here's an ideal place to use the native plants and other well-adapted plants. Right, right. For you know a soil a plant that uh, prospers in in uh, alkaline soil, will do real well in a lot of our planting situations. Yeah. No.
3: we got some folks uh, again. We've mentioned uh, throughout the show that the Lions Club and other organizations are with us today. And the, one of the organizations the Lions Club supports is Guide Dogs of Texas. Who wants to talk? Who's our talker? Up, uh, I think you have been. You have been chosen. Uh, but yeah, tell us a little
16: bit about both. There you go. But grab Take the microphone pick so we up can. the re- mic. There you go. There you go. I'm John Douglas,
7: and I'm with the
16: Guide Dogs of Texas Lions Club. All right. And we're a little bit of an unusual Lions Club in that we're associated with a uh, nonprofit. Most Lions Clubs uh, don't have a particular nonprofit that they're associated with, and we're totally dedicated to supporting and volunteering for Guide Dogs of Texas. Uh, Our reason for being uh, with Guide Dogs of Texas for most of us is we love dogs. Uh, Many of us are visually impaired ourselves in our Lions Club and use Guide Dogs, and then of course, a lot of us are long-term volunteers with Guide Dogs of Texas. Uh, Guide Dogs of Texas is a very unique organization. We're one of 12 guide dog schools in North America that is internationally certified. We're the only guide dog school in North America that actually uses what is called the British Method of Training. Hmm which means that all of our training is done within the client's home. Oh. They don't have to go away to another location in order to get a guide dog. That's nice. And we do that only here in Texas. And uh, the other thing that makes us unique is we have a lifetime relationship with the dog. We have a retirement program that our dog has to retire at 10 years of age, and then we'll replace the dog with uh, a new dog. So for that reason, we're We're unique and uh we're very much in demand here in texas unfortunately uh the problem is keeping up yeah i have with me today a staff member and uh, an instructor at guide dogs of texas uh, magenta and she's just recently joined guide dogs so would you like to say a few words
15: sure hi Hi, my name is magenta bell um i'm actually an apprentice guide dog mobility instructor at Guide Dogs of Texas. Okay. And with me today is Everest, and he's. Hey one there, of Everest. The, uh,
5: is he, she's, uh, she's giving him signs to lay down and yeah. stay there and everything. Well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully amaze
3: these people because I I know a little bit about what these dogs can do. Um, you you have people who use guide dogs mm. to um, take buses every day from their home.
15: Absolutely. Um, Our goal is to enhance their independence and mobility um, using the dogs. So it might be going to your office job every day. It could Mm -hmm. be taking the bus. It could be taking a flight to maybe go see your family or friends.
3: Um, And so if they're, uh, let's say they're going to walk down to the store. And there's someone, they're on the sidewalk and there's a car pulling out of the driveway. Which maybe you can't hear Will the dog notice that?
15: Right. Essentially, the dogs are using their eyes mm-hmm. um, in order to keep their person safe. And so I'm still um, new to the program, as John had said. Mm-hmm. I'm an apprentice, so I'm still learning how to teach my dogs to keep someone safe.
7: Yeah.
3: But, but the cool thing, and this was explained to me yesterday, is also, too, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, sometimes the dog knows better than the person. And the person who's giving the commands will say, "Give a command to go out into traffic," and the, the dog will not obey it. Uh. Right? The they dog use their better.
15: intelligent disobedience yeah. in order to help them uh, keep their person safe yeah. because they don't want to get hit by a car yeah, either. Yeah, that's
3: true. And this is this is amazing too. Okay, so you're, you're in a restaurant, okay? You're with your guide dog, and you're you're a guy, and you have to go to the restroom. Now. Is that dog going to be able to tell you which one is the men's room or no. the ladies' room or <laughs> yes, just the restroom? Yes, actually.
15: Room? We work with them um, in order to teach them um, which restroom they need to find. And then they <laughs> know to find a stall. They'll know to, you know, find the the sink for you and then find the trash if you have to throw out your paper towel.
3: Yeah, it really is amazing. I mean, they're a life changer for, <laughs> for people who have vision impairment or, or who are blind. That, Absolutely. Yeah, the quality of life is Greatly improved. Cool. we got about a minute. What else do you want to tell us? Where do
5: you get the dogs?
15: Um, Guide Dogs of Texas, we actually breed most of the dogs that we use, but we do also have a few that um, we have a cooperative agreement with, and we'll take them from other schools to share um, their lines. So we'll give them some. They'll give us some. Okay. And we puppy raise them. And you got a litter coming up. We do at the end of September. So we need... Yes. So we are always looking for people in our puppy nursery to help out there and for puppy raisers once those puppies are 8 weeks of age. All
5: right. Do you, do you teach the dogs to attack? No. no. <laughs> on that
3: note, we're going to say uh, we're going to take a quick break. Thank take you Magenta. Take, take, <laughs> thank you very much. We'll be back in a moment <laughs> on the ANSU.
2: We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930
3: AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers. Thanks, Magenta. Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's amazing what these dogs can do. I
5: still think they ought to train them to sick people. Well, that's not their job. Can I- uh- do we have a question? You knew we went yeah. on the air.
6: What is the what is the vine? I can't remember the vine that uh, doesn't have the roots. It grows over the top of uh,
5: katsu, not katsu. No, not katsu. Passion.
6: Uh, you Passion remember? vine. Huh? Passion no, vine? No, no, no. It's a. Uh, oh shoot! Uh, we used to give it a lot of attention, but uh, I can't. I can't think of the name now. It's, give
3: us some more clues. That's it? That's it, but it's dried up. That's only like a week old. Right? Oh, it's dried up. Oh. But
6: there are no leaves.
3: Here, you want to come on the air with us and tell us a little there bit about it? There are no leaves? You don't have to. I'm really, really not. Okay. I don't know
6: what I'm talking about. That's yeah. A, that's okay. Well, we
3: just may, um, we may have questions for you. and so Okay, Calvin, you keep... You keep okay, here grab, here, grab that mic. Grab that,
5: yeah, grab here, gra- the,
3: Okay, grab, the, grab mic, the mic, and you'll be on the air. And that way, if you have questions as they answer, you can...
6: How thick is it? I mean, uh, show—he's got a picture of it. Oh, do you? If I could remember the name, uh, my old age is getting in my way here. Oh, um, the picture will help. It's a—it's uh, the. Uh, this
17: is kind of a pile, pile of it, and it's has—it's green, has no leaf, but it's real pulpy looking. There. Green. Well, you right. got to talk, yeah, t- talk mic.
6: sir. You got to t- talk t- into, t- into the, the mic, mic, okay? Oh, you so you there, to, right. there you go. You'll be fine. Okay. Did you,
5: did you rank this up, or is that how thick it grows? That's that was
17: pulled down out of a tree. That's a pile on the ground right
5: oh, there. Oh, it's in the tree.
17: Yeah, it grows up yeah, in I the know. tree. So we're trying to pull this, uh, get it out, and it appears it, it does have a root. We've dug up some of the roots, but it also appears to attach itself yeah. to the branch or to the okay. lumbus, especially the, the smaller. So um, the
5: root, root is in the ground, and then it grows up the tree. Correct.
6: I, I would the plant I was thinking of uh, has a root originally, but not f- for long, and then it grows. It just it actually is a parasite on the plant. Is this connected? Does it connect to the st- stems of yes, the? Yes, it does. To, yes, it does. It's a, pa- the, uh, a parasite plant. I know you know it.
17: And uh, it isn't uh, growing just, like just in the oak trees because it spread itself out into some other shrubs that are uh, oh. etc. It's in, like I said, it's in Medina County. Yeah, it's only—it's a
6: very, very difficult to control. Um, let's do this. Um, what
17: will it do to the tree? I, that's well,
6: it'll, it'll eventually. You'll sh- between shading it and uh, per- uh, is it a big tree? There's
17: several. It's a clump of trees. There's yeah. Probably. Well, if they're big trees, it won't.
6: Trees. It's a, its a worse on uh, shrubs and things. It'll grow and the the thing about it is it's difficult to control it's rel- relatively ugly too um so it uh it's very very hard to control you can pull pull it off but it'll it'll be back uh okay but in in terms of the the a re- an oak tree a regular oak tree it's probably not a long term threat to it but if you got uh Oh, uh, hollies or any kind of shrubs like that it would be.
17: The rest is just undergrowth no real. Yeah. P- no. Uh,
6: what do you, Are you uh, going to be here vision. at the nursery for a while? I was just thinking we can put let. I know somebody in our audience will remember what uh, they will know what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah I
7: going to stay here and look around for a little bit. Okay yeah okay. give me
6: about give us about 5-10 uh, minutes and see if Maybe we can't it. get somebody to call and remind us what the name of that thing is. But
17: it's growing up in these oak trees and it Follows the branches from the ground yeah. all the way
6: up into, and the, the key is trees. that it's a, a parasite plant that, uh, at, at a, once once it gets established, then it uh, doesn't have a root system anymore. It just grows off of it. Uh, uh, in, it enters the, the plant. Will it kill the tree? That's the big.
17: Thing. Well,
6: not the tree. It won't kill. Not a big old tree, but it'll. Uh, it, it it challenges and and threatens and it will kill s- shrubs and and okay. things that are a little less are a little lower okay all right yeah, yeah let's yeah. see if we can
17: get some to call us. yeah so well thank you very much i appreciate it you, bet. you all right
3: you. so it's time to play help the host at 210 308 8867 210 308 8867 so calvin give the uh what do they ask what what do we we're trying to find out a, a plant oh a, we're tra-
6: yeah we're trying to find out – not rooted. Uh, par- parasite plant. Parasite plant. There's, plant. There's really, There's really only one that's that uh, we have an issue with here, and I'm sure somebody out there will help. All
3: right, so know. give us a call. Help us out. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be on, be on the show. All right, let's see what, what, what our listeners say. All right. And uh, don't forget, lots of stuff going on here at the nursery today. Uh, now there, there goes one of the guide dogs. He's going back to the car, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, we've got the Alliance Club here, guide dogs, uh, diabetes screenings. We've got uh, eyesight screenings for kids and adults, uh, macular degeneration screenings, things like that.
16: Uh,
3: so give us a call, uh, or come on by, rather, and visit with us, and give us a call if you can help uh, help the host out with the identification of that plant, uh, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right. Let's see. What else we got going on here? And don't forget, we had a great um, children's gardening class today. And uh, go to millburgernursery.com. To learn more about that, what else you got going on over there, Jerry?
5: I uh, was looking at Calvin's article. What else you want? What's oh? Did you figure it out? Yeah, daughter. What's called? Oh, daughter. Okay, I, I think of that growing over wildflowers and stuff.
6: Yeah, it will, Yeah, yeah. That's right. It will grow over. Yeah, wildflowers. I've never seen it grow in the trees. It's called. So D-O-D-D-E-R. what? What does he do about? D o d d e r. And it's not, it's a real challenge to control. You can clean it up, but uh, it'll be back. Uh, generally, will be back. Jerry uh, mentioned the wildflowers that, uh, like a perennial garden or a wildflower garden. Yeah, that's where it uh, really gets to be an issue.
5: I've never seen it in trees, but he got some good pictures of it in trees.
6: Yeah. D's,
5: D-O-D-D-E-R. So how do you get rid of
3: it? Or I know you said it was a challenge, but what do you, what do you do?
6: Well, you uh, you can <laughs> you spray. Actually, they they spray uh, oh some like remedy, or they spray. Uh, uh, but he can't do that on his streets. That's the that's the issue. And then you, if you do it on your wildflowers, of course you get a you kill yeah. a, big, a big wide area. But it's it's necessary because it's parasitic and it's it's entwined in part of that tree so on your trees the be- i think the best you can do in terms of management you can l- look on the internet see if there is is to keep keep at it just keep pulling it down pull it down cuz Cause, cause your 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 live oak has got a real advantage it's got size it's got volume and uh and so i don't think it's uh might reduce the growth rate but uh all one zero three zero.
3: you keep you talking ta- to Calvin, yeah, yeah. 210-308-8867. What you got on
5: the <laughs> uh, yeah, Looking at Calvin's article. What else do you want today, to make fun of paper. Neil about? <laughs> Is there another article you want to give Neil a hard time on? No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, I, I just am upset of him recommending sulfur
3: Okay, well, you get, in
5: our area. You get upset with him once a week? Yeah. Poor Neil. Does he know this? Yeah, we're friends. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, uh, Calvin got a good article on uh, uh, fall vegetables. And uh, I read through, uh, I, I was reading, it's in today's paper in section B. Mm-hmm. Uh On the front page of section B, it's got a pretty picture of uh, of carrots. It even got the maroon carrot. You know, A&M developed a maroon carrot. I did not know that. Yeah. The rest of the story is it'll only grow in the valley. Oh, how interesting. The Rio Grande Valley. Well, UT had already
3: developed the uh, orange carrot, correct?
5: Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And uh, they've got a yellow carrot. See the yellow carrot they've got on the front page? Yeah. Purple and yellow. Or maroon and yellow.
3: Sounds like LSU. (laughs) Yeah.
5: But uh, Calvin gives a lot of uh, quick tips on growing uh, winter vegetables. And I read through about half of this thing, and I didn't see that he had mentioned rutabagas. So Uh I was all excited about that. But then toward the last, he threw them in there. Uh, Talked about... uh, uh, we talked about coal crops and the, uh, the, we've got a good supply of coal crops. If you want a cabbage and, uh, for sale at Millburg, cabbage and broccoli and, uh, I don't know what all they I haven't been out there, but the cabbage and broccoli looks good. I imagine they got some, some
6: uh, I don't know if they go to college this early or not. They've got uh, on the seed rack too. You've got all the seeds that we talk about in there, right? Of course, radishes and beets and um, rutabagas. Yeah,
5: turni- from turnips, seed. Turnips, yeah. Yeah, says uh, plant root crops such as beets, carrots, radishes, rutabagas, and turnips by
6: seed. Yeah, they're e- they were so easy to grow that uh, yeah, they uh, it's easy to do them with seed
5: now it's supposed to be 100 on monday
6: that's that's what i was <laughs> going to you know we you you got to use some discretion here the uh, it's easier to uh i was looking at some of my past articles and say, and uh, i've i've noted that before you know the, the temperatures are scheduled to go get more mild after september 15th and yeah. i don't know that that's the case this year but you can use your use your discretion uh, and yes. wait a little while if you want yeah
5: sometimes we have trouble getting carrots and radishes though now i would recommend everybody go ahead and plant their rutabaga uh <laughs> early because he, he you don't want to get those up anyway milton oh so you might as well get rid of the seed before
6: you but, plant it at a favorable time. But the, the, the best thing to do is uh, prepare your soil and prepare your garden area. Have it ready, ready for action. And we, uh, I think we mentioned in there too, wetting the soil, Jerry. Uh, yeah, you did. And good uh, job. And we use slow-release lawn fertilizer. Uh, I'm out, we're up to about 10 10 Ten cups per hundred square feet is a yeah. reasonable way, and uh, get some compost if you can get two inches of compost uh, incorporated in there. Wet that soil, and that that doesn't have to be wet. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be the same day you're planting. Uh, you know, even even a week before, if you get a you know put an inch of water down, uh, that'll be adequate usually for. Uh, for preparation of the, your soil bed, yeah,
5: and you talked about um you well, made the, you made a statement even heat loving okra eggplant, and peppers are welcoming the moderating temperature by setting more and larger fruit as soon as it happens so so <laughs> yeah, as soon as it happens, so I would recommend that if if you're if you're growing okra and eggplant and even peppers, you want to take some of that fruit that's usually malformed. And uh, 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 with the eggplant, you, you're talking about bitterness. The first bitter. Take it off so the plant can rejuvenate itself and have uh, production this fall.
6: Well, and uh, eggplants in particular, you can tell that they're, the effort they're putting to try to oh, preserve yeah. that deformed eggplant so that is a good idea uh, cut those off Oak, okra the same thing if they're too big or they're too uh, uh they're just this, this uh uh redo the uh shape is odd just take them off and uh keep them in relatively good shape their foliage so that they can respond when the when we get some moderation all Right,
3: cool all right 210-308-8867. But we've got another lion up here with us. Uh, now, she's Northside Lions Club. Is that right? All right. And we hear you're the best. Is that they're correct?
5: I'd uh,
18: like to say we're one of the best. One definitely. of the best. Oh, nice. Well, they're, well, not
5: the, well, well, politically, they're not you know. the oldest, but they're the best. That's correct. <laughs> cool.
3: Well, no, tell us who you are. And
18: Oh, definitely. Does, so. does each
3: Lions Club have, like, a mascot or anything? Are you the fighting... We do uh, have
4: the armadillos.
3: Each club has its own. The oh. Mavericks, and we're the Mavericks for reasons I
7: can't explain to you on the air. But in any case,
4: oh. that's what they call us. Okay,
3: but you're the the North Side Lions Club. The mascot is the armadillo. Yes. Okay. Cool.
7: Alright.
3: So. Yeah. So, okay, well, tell us what, you, what you're doing. Tell us your name and what you're doing here.
18: Definitely. My name is Samira Nichols. I'm a proud member of the San Antonio Northside Lions Club. I'm also a staff member with the San Antonio I-Bank. Uh, so definitely working for the I-Bank for the last 10 years. I've been inspired and empowered to talk about the gift of sight. So volunteering with the San Antonio Northside Lions Club was a natural extension for that, for volunteerism reasons.
3: Good. Very cool. Well, so tell us a little bit about kind of what you guys do and then what you're doing here.
18: Of course. So at the San Antonio Eye Bank, we help with the cornea donations and transplantations. Uh, I like to say when most people think about donation, you may think about the heart or the, the lungs, but there is another type of donation, cornea donation, that is just as vital, that's helping thousands of individuals. And that's what we help with, uh, with families who make that decision in that moment of grief to leave a living legacy and help others in need here in South Texas. So although we're called the San Antonio Eye Bank, we actually work with a number of counties in in South Texas. So we're in San Antonio, we're out in New Braunfels, Laredo, Del Rio, even the Rio Grande Valley. Um, each year, about 900 uh, families make that decision that enable us to help restore sight to wow. those who are blind.
6: It's really great. Who do you work with? Uh, I mean, in the medical industry, uh, you have, is there a, uh, or a whole bunch of doctors or is there a single organization or what?
18: So definitely there are skilled surgeons, cornea surgeons that actually do the transplantation, uh, but we work with a number of individuals and organizations that support. So the Lions Sight Research Foundation, uh, Lions Clubs, uh, UT Health Science Center, and their board of directors, and their ophthalmology doctors, everyone who has a part in wanting to make a difference, and wanting to restore sight to the blind that we partner with.
7: Yeah.
3: Now, do you have a story that, that Kind of a success story that uh, that you've through your time with the iBank that that you've been a part of.
18: Well, I I'm fortunate enough uh, several success stories oh, from okay. recipients and donor families. Um, Gosh, just one to talk about that has been inspiring to me is a little boy named Alejandro, and Alejandro was diagnosed with the disease at the very young age, at the age of five, called a ched, C-H-E-D, that led him to needing a cornea transplantation. Uh, but at the time for the surgery, it was determined by his insurance provider that they didn't believe uh, the sur- surgery would be successful. Hmm. Um, but working with a local ophthalmologist, Dr. Ken Maverick at Focal Point Vision, he determined that cornea transplant would restore his sight and we were able to donate that cornea tissue from a family that said yes and he was able to have his restored Mm -hmm. sight. Alejandro now is in high school doing well and thriving but that's one of the many stories. Um, I like to say with cornea donation most people never think they'll be in that spot Um, but they're very grateful that we have families in South Texas that make that decision to help um, without knowing Uh, what inspires me about donation is you don't get to say it goes to a child or adult are a pastor or a janitor families make this decision not knowing but saying my loved one i believe would want to help someone who would want to do something um past do, death to make a difference.
5: Do you have to be a certain age? In other words, do you take old old, old folks is?
18: We say you can't retire from donation. Anyone <laughs> can register to donate life. Um, and then after you pass away, that's when the medical team will do the evaluation to determine what lives can be saved or enhanced. But we tell people, don't rule yourself out. I've done presentations where people will say, well, Samira, that's great, but, you know, I have diabetes and I have yeah. a retina issue. You would know yeah. my corneas. Well, the cornea that's actually donated and transplant has nothing to do with retina. Um, so I've had, also had families that donated and thought, Oh my gosh! I couldn't believe. A month later, I got a letter from a recipient. Like, oh well, we donated, but we really didn't think you would be able to I use can, his corn. I can corneas. see it now.
6: There'll be a Lions Club team following Jerry around. Because you know? he's kind of, he's kind of at the age, you know, you know, no telling how yeah. long. <laughs>
5: so
18: we want you to live a very long life. You can, you get you harvest the corn
5: is. When people die, is that right?
18: So, yes, with the gift of sight, with cornea donation, it's only after you pass that we can procure those corneas and help to restore How soon life.
5: after they die do you have to get the corneas? So
18: pretty soon. We work in a tight time period, typically within 24 hours. After oh, my goodness. After passes away, we have to talk to families about making that decision. Oh, okay. One of the reasons why we call them heroes, uh, not just the donor, but the families in that moment of grief, you know, making that decision to say yes. But we're very fortunate that a lot of families say Hey, um, and whether it's the South Texas spirit or just, hey, I want to do something to leave uh, something of my loved one that's passed on, they say yes.
5: And it doesn't matter how bad your vision is, right?
18: I've had people who said, I wear these Coke bottle-thick glasses, you nah. want these corneas, <laughs> and actually we do. You never know uh, what your corneas will be able to do with transplant or even research and education to help restore sight okay. or restore sight in the future. Hmm
3: and can people do this obviously as part of their estate plan and things like that or?
18: you can that's a great way to say you want to support donation the best way is signing up when you get your driver's license okay Make, i was wondering checking that, that was, box okay. says yes um, but if you're like me maybe you're an okay driver you don't go back for a while you can also sign up on the state donor registry at DonateLifeTexas.org. Oh, wow. It takes less than two minutes they're linked with dps so whether you sign up when you get your license or uh, renew your license or if you sign up online, it goes to the same database cool. so that we can ensure that your wishes are honored for a donation.
3: Very cool. So if folks have questions, you can come and uh, talk to these guys today. They're here till 3, or if they can't come by today, do they just uh, call you or go to the... Call you at the iBank? Or? Yes,
18: you can call us at the iBank. I think probably the best way is going online to our website at saibank.org. Okay. Or you can find us on Facebook as well. Um, we're pretty quick with that if you send us a direct message. If you have been touched by donation in your are listening, we welcome you to post pictures or stories about your loved one and share, hey, I heard about you at Millburgers on the radio. And I'd like to share my loved one was a cornea donor and gave the gift of sight.
5: Very cool. Thank you so much. But you have to sign up first, right? You have
18: to sign up. You have to talk Before to your you family. Die. Family,
5: or you, you have, have to it. sign
18: up or have that conversation with your family to say, I want to donate. So.
5: Oh, okay. I, we, I was thinking you could go to the crematory. And,
18: uh, get that's it, important. Thanks get for bringing as that they, up. Get them yeah. as
5: they come in.
18: That's important. So you have to have that conversation. Okay. Correct. You All can uh, donate with the funeral home. You have to have that conversation okay. with your family. You okay. represented Thanks the, for asking. You
3: represented the fight in Armadillos very well. Uh, <laughs> thank you.
4: <laughs> thank you. Right. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you, too, that in uh, March 21st, I believe, we're going to j- partner with the iBank and with Guide Dogs. We do a 5K. Oh, wow. Uh, the Sight Research Foundation uh, hosts that, basically. But there are our partners in it. And what's significant about that is we invite donor families to actually meet cornea recipients oh that that's thing. great so it's kind of a reunion so anyway again thanks cool. very much thanks Samira.
3: thanks samara okay we're going to go to james on the line at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 hey james what's going on Oh, okay, James, give us a call back while we take a break. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Reminding you today, till 3 o'clock, the Lions Club will be at Milburger's doing their community eye screening for children and adults. 80% of all visual impairment can be prevented or cured, but the first step is awareness. Early identification leads to timely referral, professional treatment, and improved or restored sight. That's why it's so important if you have a vision issue to come on out to Millburgers today and let the Lions Club do a screening. Plus, they'll introduce you to other resources in San Antonio that can help you with vision issues. We also ask that you bring un- used frames, you know, frames that you haven't used in a while for your glasses, so they can share them with other people who have problems. For more information, you can go to com. But that's today till three o'clock. The Community Eye Screening brought to you by the Lions Club and over at MillBurger's at 1604 and Boulverty Road. So come on out and be a part of it.
1: Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at SurroundSanAntonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com. Connecting you with new customers.
11: Hi, this is Laura Bone with Rhonda's Nature's Way. For over 24 years, Irwin Natural has been a leading brand of high-quality, premium liquid supplements. Irwin Naturals is excited to announce a new line of the revolutionary potential of CBD, which is naturally occurring in a full-spectrum hemp extract. You may have heard of CBD. If not, you're probably wondering, what is CBD? CBD. CBD is a cannabidiol. It is one of the many cannabinoids that is naturally produced in our bodies. Cannabinoids act on our endocannabinoid system, which regulates, among other things, pain, mood, and a healthy stress response. Our endocannabinoid system plays a crucial role in our everyday lives. Is CBD right for you? Try Irwin Natural CBD products from a full-spectrum hemp extract and discover for yourself. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations, 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan.
2: Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and other global dangers nearly every day. And while it may seem like the international threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. These dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation and threaten to destroy our way of life. Now it's time to energize San Antonio's conservative and Christian base and protect our conservative ideals. Join 9.30 a.m. The Answer on Tuesday, November 5th at the Norris Conference Center for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Speakers Dennis Prager and Sebastian Gorka will give you perspective and insight on what's at stake in the upcoming election. Get the information you need to give intelligent answers to the assaults from the far left by joining us November 5th for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Visit 9.30amtheanswer.com to purchase your tickets today. Okay.
3: Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer: Our Baylor Bear LeBear fans can listen to uh, every Baylor Bear LeBear game on KSLR. Get Five, out of 5:30 today, uh, we've got uh, the Bear Zone. So uh, if you're uh, if if you understand what, the, are they what the words uh, "sick bears" F, uh, mean,
6: Stephen F. Austin today, right?
3: What? Yes, it's my, my alma
6: one of my alma maters. There, there you go.
3: Are. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good game. You can listen to it on KSLR. Cool. All right, two one zero five thirty thing five thirty games uh, yep. pre game start two one zero three zero eight. You want another, an- you want another announcement? Sure, another announcement. Be good.
6: Well, Go we got you know we were talking about the uh, successful gardening school for youth, and I'm I think there's one uh, David is scheduled to be here at uh, mm-hmm. Millburgers. Right, end You're of right. the month or where's that? You're
3: no, right. it's the next month. Oh, okay. Because we are at the end of the month.
11: Well, we got uh, we've September.
3: Got, I'll get the date for you right now. Tomorrow the first.
6: Well, if you live you live close to the medical center, on Saturday the twenty first, Millburgers and Dreamhill Estates neighborhood are sponsoring a, a vegetable winter vegetable program from nine thirty to eleven a.m. It's uh, over there off of uh, Babcock and uh, sixty eight oh two Dorothy Louise Drive. It's a free program, and everybody that attends uh will get a uh broccoli transplant and of course get some handouts all right but uh we'll talk more about that but uh uh dreamhill estate's neighborhood is uh sponsoring it, so you can l- look them up or or you can just uh stay tuned to us it'll my article next uh Saturday will have more information about the location and how to how to find it but uh that's a uh, winter gardening class on the 21st from 9.30 to 11 a.m. free. And everybody that attends gets a uh, uh, transplant, uh, broccoli right. transplants for meal So who's teaching it? I'm teaching it.
5: Oh, he let that out. Oh,
6: okay. <laughs> so what, what day is that? He was
5: afraid nobody Saturday, would come.
6: Saturday the 21st.
3: <laughs> also on Saturday, the twenty third, from uh, ten to ten thirty to uh, noon, David Rodriguez will be here at right? Millburgers. Yes, doing a fall, fall uh, and winter vegetable gardening class as well. A lot of our listeners are like you—you'll just ask him "Does it grow?" And you don't know, but if it grows, David knows. There you go. Yeah, and he's going to be here teaching the class too. So we've got a couple of them. Uh, he'll be going over uh, the uh, the. Different plants that you can, I'm looking at the thing. Uh, you can, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, go to nurserycom to find out more about that.
6: You can pick, in the, yeah, you pick and choose whatever to, uh, the program is more, most convenient to you.
3: And then on the 28th, uh, kids potting class, Potting 101. Potty, is that uh, potty training? No, 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 no <laughs> that, that didn't go so well. Last year, so this one's actually on putting plants pots and stuff.
5: Oh, oh! Okay. And
3: uh, speaking of uh, actually that, uh, to tell you things that are on sale, one of them is a uh, half half whiskey barrels.
6: Ooh, what are they? Uh, yeah, half say?
3: whiskey barrels are on sale here at Millburgers uh, for forty-four uh, eighty-eight. Regularly sixty dollars. Now forty-four eighty-eight. A savings of fifteen dollars. Genuine half whiskey barrels, hard to find, and ideal for large container growing. So, well, um, well
6: they're one of my favorite things for uh, uh, Meyer lemons and for yeah. Mexican limes. Um, also, they're great for growing vegetables. Pep- yeah. you know, I've got the peppers in my peppers and tomatoes in my garden, and they're they're the heat is kind of beating them up. And then I, in my containers in the half whiskey barrels, I've got. Peppers, I mean big, big peppers and uh, tomatoes being uh, formed already. So it's just a. Are they
5: in afternoon shade?
6: Uh, actually, they uh, they get a little afternoon shade. Okay. Yeah. That so, helps. Yeah, and plus they're uh, they're not there's not weed pressure or there's not uh, yeah uh, uh root roots from other plants underneath, uh, so just an easier situation. Container gardening. Uh, uh, if you're, if you're, a lot of fun, yeah, and um, easy, and pretty, uh, real successful, easy to be successful, and uh, if you haven't had success other ways, you ought to try that,
5: yeah.
6: All
3: right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, I can. Do you want to tell folks what else is on sale, or no? Okay. <laughs> Uh, herbs. North Mexican. Uh, <laughs> herbs. Herbs are on sale. Herbs are for fall? Four and a half inch pot. It's now on sale for $1.88. Is that cilantro and those things? Or what is it? Uh, choose from rosemary, thyme, oregano, mince, sage, and much more. So I imagine so. If that's a fall, is it a fall cilantro Yeah, a fall? Yeah, a
6: little, maybe a little winter. Okay, uh, winter would be good. parsley and those things will be available a little later too. Right. We didn't mention that in our yeah. winter gardening. I guess it could oh, and
3: some of those are butterfly attractors, aren't they?
6: Oh gosh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you the black swallowtails, if they're anywhere in your neighborhood, they'll find your parsley. and Do you recommend your dill and
3: devoting a certain portion of your butterfly garden to the herbs?
6: I kind of, I kind of do. I mean, it's not like. You know, we we talk about the uh, giant swallowtails, and they lay just a few eggs and a few caterpillars on your citrus. And, you know, we don't worry about that too much. They don't do a lot of damage, and they're such a wonderful adult insect. But uh, black swallowtails, now they'll... If you got a par- parsley plant out there, you you might end up with uh, 20, 20 caterpillars, and they'll... <laughs> Uh, you know, I I'll, I'll tell the story that Judy, my wife, has a herb garden and she cooks, and always, you know, she's got a, a dinner party coming up or something. Two days before, she'll go out and see. I got enough parsley, I've got enough dill or whatever, and then you go out two days later, <laughs> and you, the black swallowtails have yeah. devoured everything. You know, then then they it's, can eat a lot in a hurry. Yeah, it's it's always best when I hide. During that period
5: of
3: time, yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. We, we got ground
6: learn. covers.
5: hmm uh, We talked about, uh, had several programs there. We talked about uh, grass in the shade. Grass doesn't do well in the shade. And let's see. What's Neil's favorite uh, no. monkey grass? Uh,
6: Winter monkey. Yeah.
5: You can have dwarf monkey grass.
6: Yeah, he likes. He or likes. larapi. Yeah, but he also, there's a, I was thinking it was wintergreen was one of his favorite plants, which yeah. I'm not uh, too familiar with. The uh, sedges are uh, plants that are starting to be used more. Uh, there's a Texas sedge, there's a Pensilva- Pennsylvania yeah. sedge yeah. Uh, that does real well in shade. They're kind of really kind of an interesting, exciting plant. The Ter-
5: Pennsylvania sedge does well in the
6: shade down here? It does. It's one of two. Uh, Terry Lewis, uh, landscape architect, which is wor- who's worked is with that us. Right? Yeah, he he recommends. Uh, he likes sedge as a shade.
5: I think we need to change the name, don't you, Melvin? <laughs> most right. th- most plants from Pennsylvania don't make it down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
3: seems like. Actually,
5: intuitively, the, you uh, might go uh, there's uh, a lot yeah. of yeah. <laughs>
6: There's probably there are there are a lot of names for such sed- yeah. different names too.
5: But they they got four inch pots uh, regularly dollar fifty nine on sale for ninety eight cents.
6: And that's monkey grass and yeah, uh, larry oak,
5: uh, including Asian jasmine, monkey grass, dwarf monkey grass, larapi, Aztec grass. That's that
6: and more. Yeah, I think the Aztec grass is uh, sedge. That's one. You know, again, that common name can be almost any plant.
5: And uh, they got the uh, dwarf Katy Mexican petunia. Yep. Three eighty-eight in three eighty-eight, and in a gallon, in the gallon container.
6: And boy, that's another. That's a plant that's a good butterfly plant too. Yeah. Good, Good ground cover can grow in the shade. And has the blooms. Yeah, they show the blue
5: one and uh, the pink one in the same picture on the mm. on their ad page.
6: We gen- generally mention that most neighborhoods, uh, d- unless it's a drought, the deer don't eat it. But, but a- actually, in the drought, they are eating it. Uh, so uh, this, we've got an example of a, a plant that normally isn't isn't uh, eaten by the deer, but during this uh, dry. Weather, it is being eaten by Yeah. All right,
3: 210 308 8867. Allie, is that right? That's correct. Cool, he's up here with us. Uh, he is now grab the mic. You're with the uh, Our. now we, we found out about the north side, we found out about the founders. Are you with the club or with as the camp club?
19: I'm with the club, my club is Hills. a little closer. You're okay. Closer. Uh, there I'm, you go. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, I'd like to say I am with a club. My club is Highland Hills Lions Club, Southeast San Antonio. And do you but have a
3: mascot? I, we we learned about the fighting armadillos of the Northside Club. Do
5: y'all have a mascot?
19: Uh not exactly. Okay, <laughs> not exactly.
6: There is a dead armadillo. Oh man, I was I'm surprised nobody has said lions. You uh, know, lion well. camp. You know, maybe we we're back in. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's that that just part of it. Yeah. All okay.
6: Right. Sorry, Allie. We're no, just.
3: that's
19: perfectly okay. All right.
3: What you? What's going on here? You're part. All of...
19: right. I'm with the, also with the uh, Texas Lions Camp, and we offer a what we do. We offer a camp absolutely free, uh, week free, during the summer period times between June and August, and it's up to absolutely no cost to the parent. They just need to get the child there, and they get to do all kinds of activities.
3: And this, uh, what are, what is. Um participation in the camp based on is there any there is there any criteria is it targeted for sight is it
19: uh, there's really no criteria it okay. just depends on what type of uh, disabled okay okay how disabled you are and one of them is down syndrome uh, okay also uh, cancer and type 2 diabetes and then there's a whole list of others which I do not have with me but
6: yeah
19: uh, I can't provide that information. So how
6: do they? Is there a website or something? That There's a
19: website at? called TexasLandsCamp.com. That's all there is. You just go in with that uh, email, and you can get whatever you need to know. That cool. And it's
3: it surprised me. So summer's over, kids are back in school. But Sam was mentioning, I think last week, that right now you're still going through admissions, and people can can need to start applying it right now. Right.
19: You need to start applying, and now, really, they probably will not completely accept applications until January. Oh, okay. But you can still go ahead and start sending it in, and you'll be that much ahead.
5: How long does the camp last?
19: The camp lasts for about two months. It starts, like, the last part of July and ends, I'm sorry, the last part of June and ends the first part of August. Okay. We just ended our summer camp this year, this month.
5: Okay, the but, but that's not one 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 camp. Uh, You'll have multiple camps.
19: Yes, huh? yes. It's not just one camp. We have, besides diabetes and cancer and all of that, there's other organizations that also come in oh, okay. with uh, their activities and they use the camp also. So
6: a young, young young person might be there two weeks or?
19: Generally, the child is there really one week. One week. One week at a time, and there are nine sessions. So within those nine sessions, we cover over 1,500 kids.
3: And then it's up in Kerrville, right? It's
19: up in Kerrville. It's between Comfort and Kerrville off of uh, Highway 27.
3: And then is this unique to the Lions in Texas, or do other states also have something similar now?
19: Uh, As far as I have been told, this is the only camp like it. Wow. For lines and for kids with disabilities, the one in Texas is it. And it is, has over 550 acres to be covered.
3: So are there ages that are represented? Uh, yes,
19: the ages range between 5 and 15, Okay. depending on what your disability is. That makes sense. Yeah, you
3: can't go. go. Right <laughs> no, <it's
19: laughs> you
3: can't go. I know. Um, well, very cool. What's, how long have you been associated with the uh, camp?
19: Uh, I've been a director now. I took a person's place who had to leave because of illness in the family. So normally it's a two-year thing. Mine is going on about four. Oh, (laughs) okay. I'm I'm just about to end my tenure. So I'm going to miss it. It's been a great time. I was
3: going to say, what do you like about it?
19: The most I like about it is being able to go on a Friday evening, seeing the kids graduate. It's very moving, very moving. Those kids really don't want to go home. They may have been scared when they first arrived, but after that week of activity at the camp, they're not ready to go home. That's very cool. And it it's makes you almost cry.
3: For some of the folks, is this their the, the kids' first camping experience? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Very, yes. very cool. All right, so if folks want to learn more about the camp and what they can do to support
19: it, where, where do they go? Yes, for those who want to know more about the camp, just go to... TLC at LionsCamp.com, or you can call 830-896-8500.
3: All right, well we'll give out the number again. Hang on, I'm going to send it back to the the station so they've got it. What was the number again?
19: The number again is 830-896-8500.
3: 896-8500. Thanks yes. very much, Allie. Thank
19: you very much for great having me, man. It's great to be aligned. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All
3: right, we're going to take a break real quick and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. Back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road. You know what? There's always something great happening at Milburgers, and Saturday, August 31st, there are two great things happening at Milburgers. First, there's the kids' gardening class from 10 to 11, and it's entitled Fall Vegetable Planting for Kids, so you can guess it's going to teach your children how to grow their own vegetable garden. It's from 10 to 11. There is no cost, but we do ask that you RSVP by calling 210 497 3760 also that day from 9am to 3pm on august 31st the lions club will be doing free screenings for you. Free vision screenings at Milburger's to test your eyes and make sure it's okay. And this one is for kids and adults. So be sure to come by and also bring a pair of used glasses that you're not using anymore to donate to the Lions Club and help them achieve their mission. For more information on both these events, go to MillburgerNursery.com. nursery.com
14: This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Left-wing intolerance has infected every corner of American journalism, even the entertainment and sports pages. Kurt Bardello, writing for NBCNews.com, declared that naming Sean Spicer to the new cast of Dancing with the Stars has served to undermine the pillars of our democracy. Sports columnist Nancy Armour equated Sean Spicer to scandal-plagued pro-athletes Ray Lewis and Lamar Odom, who were disgraced by an indictment for murder at a cocaine overdose in a brothel respectively. So what was Spicer's crime? A rocky year as President Trump's press secretary? Armour also asked, were O.J. Simpson and Sean Hannity not available? As if Hannity's outspoken support for the president somehow equates to Simpson's likely guilt in cutting his wife's throat. The intensity of liberal hatred for those who dissent from progressive principles has reached a level of intensity that's not only insane, but dangerous. I'm Michael Medved
0: publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
14: What would happen if you didn't
15: show up for work tomorrow, for the next couple of days, for a week? What about a month, a year? How soon before you'd lose everything you've worked so hard for in a fraction of the time it took you to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. You can start with the workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com and find your true financial piece. Like so many of our members already have, Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
2: Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keywords. Story. Do you know how many dentists I have to choose from in Los Angeles? This is Dennis Prager, and the answer is... It doesn't matter, because my dentist is Dr. Stan Shelton right here in San Antonio. That's the truth. What do I like about visiting Dr. Shelton? Everything, including talking to him about the issues of the day. I love the guy, and he's a great dentist. So let me recommend without hesitation my dentist, Dr. Stan Shelton. You'll find him online at drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com or
7: 210-590-7878.
5: I'm unfamiliar with that one. I don't know what that <laughs> one's from. I used to I used to play that on TV uh, as a background for my Maroon Bluebonnet. Oh, that's great! Irritate the hell out of <laughs> the, some of the anchor, some of the uh, people on set because they were U.T. people. Yeah. I don't know why, so I kept playing it. Okay, I'm 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 unfamiliar with that. What is that from?
6: Is <laughs> I get. I'm glad we didn't know Jerry back when he was irritable. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah.
3: he's much better now. I, yeah, you know, I'm better. You need to train those guide dogs to
5: attack people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I think that's that needs to be done, Milton. You should get, Dude, on, get that get That's a burglar alarm. You get it? Well,
3: she did say that they were they were very protective of their yeah. There, uh,
5: there people and you could have fun sticking it on people. too. Yeah, uh, well, no, let's, 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 we'll move on from that. Yeah, to change
6: gonna, uh, <laughs> change the subject. Yeah, I was going
5: to try to stick him on Milton. Yeah, then.
6: it didn't work. He was too <laughs> smart. Oh. We're going to remind everybody that uh, there's uh, two uh, gardening volunteers of South Texas design schools scheduled. Uh, the first one is on the 14th of September, 8:30 a.m. to 1:30 p.m. and and that's at the Pearl at the Well Center at the Pearl, and it uh, it's $30 per individual and $50 for two people from the same household. And, of course, you get all the uh, handouts that are in color with all the plants, native and well-adapted plants, and then also it includes the personal consultation so you can discuss your particular issues with your landscape with, with the uh, uh, gardening volunteer expert. Then there's a second one on October 5th, and that's at the Botanical Gardens, San Antonio Botanical Gardens, uh, same time, 8.30 to one thirty p.m., same fees, $30 and, this, and $50 for two members of a household, and the uh, handouts and the curriculum is the same. Now, if you're interested in either of those, you uh, you want to uh, check it out at the website, the Info at org, Right. And uh, you can go ahead and uh, get signed up. Anything anything else we need to add, Miss?
5: Yeah. right. Say, say, you said tomorrow we're going to have the little girl come and talk about... Uh, She's going to talk about Cultivate. Cultivate. There you go. Liz from the
6: uh, Bear County Master Garden. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. That's a good program. And uh, let's see. We... We wanted to mention again, Milton, uh, that uh, we did have the youth gardening program uh, today. today. Mary had a successful program.
3: And uh, to find out when the next one, which is is the last Saturday of September, it's on potting. And that's going to be um, from 10 to 11 on that Saturday. And that should be a good one, too. But you can go to millburgernursery.com to find out more about that.
5: You know, it's gonna. It's supposed to be hot be hot uh, Monday. Oh no! You mean it's
6: gonna be hot,
5: hundred you know. degrees? Jeez. And uh, Millburger is gonna be open, right, Milton? It is gonna be open <laughs> t- on Monday. <laughs> on Monday, it's open. Prices good through Monday, September the second. Yeah. Uh, some of the ones we've been talking about, and it says Millburger. Uh, Name well. The nursery will be open Monday, September second. Okay. And the Milburger Nursery wishes you a happy and safe Labor Day. Now it may be hot uh, uh, on Monday. Is that but, your guess?
6: But uh, based <laughs> on based on your vast uh, yeah. education,
5: but uh, I've had to water my citrus again. And I talked to Doctor Stein, Larry Stein, and he's watered the citrus-sided Uvalde twice. Already twice, and they've had a little rain out there. But uh, of course, it's it's officially fall, right? No, No. September twenty. Oh, it hasn't turned fall yet. No. No. Okay. Of course, it wouldn't be
6: hot like this if it was fall.
5: (laughs) Oh, okay. Get well, to one thing, that uh, signals fall. Yes. If you, As you look across the nursery, what do you see, Milton? Uh, fall esters? There you go. Uh, garden mums. Oh, okay. See them at the floor table? The oh, white yeah. one? oh, hey, how about that? So they've got uh, garden mums, and they're on, they're on sale, too. Right. Uh, Three ninety-nine or ten for thirty-five dollars. Yeah,
6: they're pretty. You can see them from here. Well, yeah. you're perusing. There, I think there—that's that, a Gulf Fritillary right there. Down oh, there. hey, we need a Butterfly. camera.
7: Butterfly, yeah.
6: We don't see as many of those as we do queens, and even monarchs will be coming in pretty soon.
3: All right, listen. We've had a great day here, uh, and uh, lots of folks helped out because of the efforts of Millburgers and the uh, Lions uh, here in San Antonio. Uh, so, uh, Sam. Uh, has been helping us by bringing folks up to visit and coordinate everything. Lion Sam or Sam Pantusa. Sam, you want to take us out? What you got? Yeah, I Mel. Mean, I just can't
4: uh, thank you and Millburgers and Jerry and Calvin enough for hosting us out here today. You know, one of the big issues we have in organizations like ours is getting the word out about what we do. And this is such a great, great way to do it and a great chance for us to come visit with the folks and provide the service that we do and uh, and be able to tell folks uh, that that's what we do, what we're about, and open the door to for them to consider coming out and helping us. But, again, thank you all so much for uh, the hospitality and the way you took care of us out here, and we look forward to coming back because we yeah. want to tell you more about things that are coming up uh, in the in the springtime especially. So Good thank thing. you very much.
5: Tell those guard dog people. Uh, guide dog. Huh? Run, Sam, run. <laughs> That they exactly. need to train those dogs to attack burglars.
4: Attack burglars, okay. Yeah, I just, bet you, I bet you, they do that. If no, they, they don't. If they steal the wrong thing, but. I, I yeah, was going to stick
5: him on Milton.
6: Yeah.
4: Well, you know what? I'm going to let them do their business. <laughs> there you go. I know oh, their professionals in what they do.
3: You
6: almost, you almost, almost. escapes. Almost. You were
4: so close. Yeah. I'll try.
3: You oh, know, I'll, I'll did a wonderful up. job Thank of explaining you very it to Jerry. Much. Yeah. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> thanks for coming out, and thanks for being. On. I know that we had a lot of folks that had questions, because uh, Sunday after your interview, especially the glasses. Yeah, so you helped clear up a lot of stuff and help a I lot of people you, today.
6: I hope you did well in collection of glasses.
3: He said okay. you did very well. Great, good. Thanks, Sam. All right, uh, we've uh, just got about a couple minutes left. What else do we need to mention? Uh, you know, we keep mentioning MillbergerNursery.com. Uh, and Jerry keeps mentioning the newsletter. Yeah. Uh, you need to know that if you want to get a copy of the newsletter, you go to com, and uh, you can uh, sign up for it there. It can either be mailed to you, or you can get a digital copy. The digital copy is different in that it's a digital picture, so it's more it's in color. Uh, the print copy is uh, and sort of a black and white. Black and white. Yeah, yeah. copy. And so... Uh, uh, but even if you, so you can you can uh, go online, and if you can't go online, uh, Millburgers has thought of that, too. You can uh, just go to uh, call them at 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. There
6: goes some of your moms. Yeah.
3: <laughs> one they, they, they must have heard you, and uh, they'll mail it to you. So yeah, you
6: one, one thing
5: I'm upset about, is they've uh, got an article by me. Uh, we there, almost that, escaped. Get your fall vegetables in, and I don't know when I wrote that. I guess I guess I wrote it, but it says I mentioned Rooterbakers in there. Hmm. I I don't think that's my article. I would have never mentioned Rooterbaker. Well, was it spelled? Maybe, maybe they took what, your article. Was it spelled right? Yeah. Wow.
3: You know, you deny your love of rutabagas, but clearly, based on that article, uh-huh. you are secretly a rutabaga fan. I think this is Calvin Yeah. Oh. I don't know. You deny it now, but I think there <laughs> probably was a time, if we go back in the archives, uh, when Jerry was recommending rutabagas. <laughs> All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to everybody at the Lions Club. They're going to be here for another hour, so if something they've said interested you, the eye Bank, the camp, the Guide Dogs of Texas, the site... Screening. Come on by for another hour, and then uh, if you can't, we'll tell you where you can find them. Three-star
0: general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military.
1: Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The
0: explosive new documentary, Flynn